my lovelies these are going to be the scorpio season messages for scorpio happy birthday scorpio for those of you celebrating your solar returns let me know when your birthday is i do like seeing that when people share when their birthday is um i happen to have a lot of scorpio risings in my life a couple of scorpio moons but i think the most rising sign the dominant rising sign in all of my friends family and the people i have around me is scorpio so that's the second birthday for those of you that have that but what do you have in scorpio what house is it if you don't have anything because i know everyone watches hopefully the message for the season i it's my let me see it's my 11th and 12th house and i have my north node in scorpio right let's see i'm using the halloween oracle tis the season what have we got for scorpio Bloody hell. Slapped out. Midnight, the most magical hour of all. all right. And then we got, all right, so we got midnight and we got translucence. What does it say? Love the dark. Well, bloody hell, we're in the right place, right? Love the darkness. You guys know I say that as a theme all the time. There's some very beautiful things that can be found in the darkness. But I'm going to read you the Oracle cards first and we'll get to the cards. So we'll begin with Midnight. And this is what it says. The most magical hour of all. The dark it envelops me, the witching hour awaits. True magic and enchantment and spells that change fate. The middle of the night, midnight, is the hour in which it is believed that ghosts, witches, ghouls and magic are most likely to be active. Transition times, such as noon, the time between tides or even dark moon, are traditionally powerful times for magical transformation. In some Christian traditions, the witching hour is seen as 3am because it is the opposite to the time that Jesus is said to have died at 3pm. But there is some consensus that midnight is the time of greatest magic, particularly around Halloween. As soon as the clock strikes midnight on Halloween, it is said that the spirits flow forward through the veil and, if benevolent, bring positive messages. If not so benevolent, they are mischievous and play tricks at best or at worst, cause havoc. Allow yourself to relax into the benevolent darkness of midnight. You may feel this is your darkest hour, but know that the light will return again. The dawn always follows the darkest night. Know too that it, that it is important to recognise that we all have darkness within us, just as we have light, and this isn't something to hide from. Now, I love that last bit, especially where it says, um, know too that it, it is important to recognise that we all have darkness within us, and that our relationship to that darkness is really important. I've already done a talk. I did one. I, so I might get confused because I did the talk and then I recorded the outro. Now I'm doing the reading. So I don't know where I said this, but I talked about the veil being thin around Halloween and all that kind of stuff. And this is the time of transition. And Scorpio takes us to the underworld, our own underworld. It is so important that we recognise that darkness, especially now. Because if we don't recognise our own darkness, what we will only do is recognise it outside of us. And it's a reflection of our own darkness. Because inside of us is where we can form a relationship with it. Find out what to do with it, right? Work with it. Um, integrate it. Embrace it. You know, all of that stuff. Heal it. Whatever needs to happen. 
but it must be recognized from within and because that is we're going to bring that to every situation that we go into every action that we take every choice that we make we we bring that darkness to it that is powerful and it kind of sums up scorpio energy perfectly in scorpio season more importantly right and then we have number 33 for those of you that be the numbers thing we have translucence love the darkness i mean hello can you see a theme i can see a theme right where is this 33 this is what it says it's time to oh, guys i swear you cannot make this shit up and i feel just anyway let me read it it's time to enter the underworld you have been existing on the superficial plane for too long and a balance is required be like the goddess persephone who descended to the underworld in the patriarchal myth it is said she was stolen by hades but this is not true and in parentheses it says a goddess that powerful would never be stolen in a matriarchal society she would have been described as entering willingly and then deciding to have hades as her partner so the accountability the ownership right the knowing that i i choose this i do this right the maiden of translucence has her eyes closed like the fool of the traditional tarot deck this is the card signifying the beginning of life's next magical adventure she's letting go and her winged bird her her winged bird steed is it it looks like a, oh it is actually um is preparing to plunge into the cracked earth opening up before them the forest branches beckon come this way when translucence appears, it is also time to redefine your own parameters, protect your sanctuary and willingly take the journey into the unknown universe of you. Feathers are shedding. The hand is beckoning. Take the journey. This card is saying it's time to fall in love with the darkness, which means to fall in love with our own darkness. Right. If you want a closer look at the card. it's so important and, and that's why the first video that i've done of the season is um exploring your relationship with vengeance right that's the first and i'm probably going to do that because i think we can talk about things in the abstract oh darkness and we all have it in the shadow and stuff in practicality what does that mean what are the different parts of that and you know there's so there's a, about as many different versions um, as there are us right of how we can look at that but I can pick some themes and we can look at them inspired by what goes on in the world right so I will be I have been doing that and at the end of this in the outro I talk about power and that's another theme that we can we can look at especially in terms of expressing our own power and I'll tell you this this sounds you know as if okay the, the darkness i've got darkness whatever where this is if if there's something that you're trying to do like be empowered be courageous um be bright like you know live fully all of this stuff if you've not been able to do that it's because that too hides in the darkness right your reasons for why you can't do that so when we go to the darkness it, this is not about more work this is not about oh god i need to like you know remove myself from life and go explore this no it's recognizing that we carry this with us and that all the things that make me powerful 
are also hidden alongside the things that I feel disempower me. And so when we come from this place, it isn't just about doing the things that we think are dark. Um, because I think power resides in the darkness. There's that saying that, you know, those that want power should never have it, right? Because um, I think when you want power, it's to make yourself feel powerful. When you have power, everywhere you look will be a confirmation of your power, right? Otherwise, what we're trying to do is we try to pick people, places, things that reflect power back to us. And I talk about this in the Vengeance one. We we pick things thinking that, you know, that will make me feel powerful or that will make me feel excited or that. Yes, that is a part of the story, but that is not the first stop of that story. That is not the doorway that leads to those kinds of empowered stories. So the darkness, I mean, you guys know this, this that this is, it's very important. It's the seat of our own power. And what is the power of Scorpio? To transform, to be transformed by situations, right? But without giving our power to those situations, without giving our power to people, whether it's like you make me feel great or you make me feel like shit, right? Or you make me feel supported or you make me feel... Yes, those are things. We haven't, we're not, I mean, I'm still in Libra season as I record this. But we will be exploring those themes this season. Okay, let us see. Come on. Forget what this deck is called, the Halloween Oracle, maybe? The Hierophant. Um, who looks, if anyone plays Overwatch, I know I always say this, she looks like Mercy from Overwatch. But um, this deck was given to me very many years ago by the person who created this deck. But I do love it. So the Hierophant, that is the prescribed path. That is what has gotten you here. That is the rules. And again, I do touch on this in the Vengeance video. Um, the rules that we have, the path that no matter how what's gotten us here, it doesn't have to inform or the rules don't inform our future but what we do with the rules how we react to them how we transform ourselves and the the rules that we have or what we have faith in that changes what we do as we go forward when we feel insecure when we feel unsafe when we feel broken or weak or like we don't have any power then we have different rules for that Whereas when we're, I don't know, feeling more free, feeling more capable, for, you know, holding ourselves, loving ourselves, supporting ourselves, then the rules change that we have for ourselves. We all do live by rules. Even the most non-conformist person conforms to their non-conformity and what that means to them. Okay. There we go. I've said it all now. So we have the Four of Cups, first card out with the bloody hell, Ten of Pentacles, all right. Ace of Swords. We have the Tower in the Past. Mars energy. Bloody, I love this. This is where we've plowed the bloody um, field and we've got the Ace of Pentacles here, which is the seeds that we sow there. That's a new commitment as well. Three of Pentacles coming up. That's the advice, all right. 
And that's your, I mean, I know why that comes up as Taurus, that's your seventh house, how you relate. You've got a lunar eclipse coming up in your seventh house, Scorpio. And just consider that, what that means for a moment. And I'm going to say this to you, and it's, it's the axis of Taurus and Scorpio. They do this. And I've mentioned, you're going to hear me say this all throughout the season, but there is a fine line between, like, you know, knowing this is what I value. That's very Taurus, right? These are my values. This is what I value. Um, or for Scorp only wanting things that reflect back your value. Or, you know, and in that way, that sounds really obvious. It's like, you know, but some things do, right? You know, if I, whatever my work is, it reflects um, my beliefs or what I, you know, whatever it is what is the word i'm trying to look for i'm grasping for it. it's not coming anyway it doesn't matter i'll continue but when you give that thing the power to make you feel a certain way which i think that is the that that is the trap that we always fall into i think with scorpio energy in that this makes me feel a certain way then we treat people things situations as mood adjusters then we go around, you know, killing and re rebirthing stuff like death and rebirth outside of ourselves. Doesn't mean we're not transformed, but unless the first stop is not our own transformation and how our considering our own relationship with it, especially when you've got a lunar eclipse happening in your seventh house, which the Hierophant is Taurus, then this is the understanding that the way that I, I show up in relationships is what must change is what has changed. I, I I often think by the time we get to Scorpio, we now are understanding what has changed, not what changes we need to make. So there's a reason if you look at the present cards, right? If the Hierophant is, represents Taurus, represents your seventh house, your relationship to, with things and the rules that you had, the rules of engagement, the rules of, you know, I've, I, I'm going to be around people if they give me something, right? I've had, I've had a Scorpio moon say that to me very many years ago. They, it was a very strange conversation, but they called me up and what they said to me was, um, I'm not, I don't want to talk to you anymore. And I was like, which wasn't to do with this Scorpio. That was the Libra rising that got them to say that to me. I don't want to talk to you anymore. And I was like, okay, why? Because anyone that, can't do anything for me in my life i don't want them in my life anymore and i was like uh, okay right you know i mean what do you say to that so grateful to the libra rising that they tell me um but they actually said that to me and that is a very transactional way of having relationships that's a very well if you don't contribute anything to my life or give me anything how do you show up in that relationship and how do you give that person permission for you to show up in a certain way as in, if you don't show up this way, then I'm not going to show up at all, right? So it's it's very subtle. It's very subtle, but it's understanding the nuance of that relationship. It It's bloody paramount here with all of this stuff coming up. Oh, I was going to get one more for this tower, actually, from this deck. But I moved on to that one. That tower in the past... Wow. All right. I'm going to say this. When you got the tower and the nine of swords, either every fear of yours came true 
or you've been liberated from your fear like you know there's a number of ways this can happen number one the first way is that you feared it and it happened right and when you fear something and the worst thing happens like it explodes our life then it changes our relationship with that fear that's the first one the second one is that you actually allowed yourself to be afraid. So you've already faced this darkness where, you know, we we keep trying to feed that fear monster to keep it happy. Like, okay, so I won't be in a relationship. Okay, so I won't public speak. Okay, so I won't do this. But it's almost like you let the fear out of the cage. Like, just come out and do your worst. Just do your worst, right? So you face your own fears. Like, they didn't actually happen, but you faced them. But you get the tower and the nine of swords and this is fears of the future oh god yeah two of pentacles i mean i think this is about actually facing your fears owning up to them because it's the two of pentacles and then the two of pentacles this is where we distract ourselves we juggle the bloody knives and we do all of that stuff to juggle the pentacles literally in this we stay on top of the day-to-day -day, balance the books pick up the laundry got to do this got to do that we would distract ourselves we justify what we're doing because it's like no i've got to pick up the kids and there's too much to do we can do that with the two of pentacles but in a way it prevents us from having to face our fears this this feels like an an explosion not literally like an implosion even where it wasn't enough maybe those fears of the future began to seep into the day-to-day -day, um where we're trying to weigh up the pros and cons like what do i commit to here's an important thing if you've had plans if you've had a relationship that you want to get into like work only just pick whatever it is that's going on with you know better than me what's going on with you this is where we've not made a decision this is where we haven't made a commitment because of our fears of the future now if the worst has happened that's more ten of swords i know but that the worst has happened if you know both of the options got taken away or we realized that we were never ever going to be able to decide based on maybe you've been doing like the what's the best like looking at the pros right well this is what i gained from this this is what i gained from this the tower and the nine of swords is more forget what you get out of it what are you afraid of what are you afraid is going to happen if you do that maybe you've done that that's what this signifies for you because you've got the ace of pentacles over here which means one of those pentacles got picked there's a commitment ready to be made now we don't make that lightly because we have four of cups is stuck and you, uh, you know i was it's the legionnaire's disease card right which is we're, we're stuck in a feeling um around support and this is what I was talking about. It's moon in Cancer. So it's, it, what is moon in Cancer? It's very much our own feelings. And that's the bloody most intense feelings that you can get, right? Moon in Cancer is ruled by the moon. <clears throat> so it's all intuitive and feelings anyway. It's the shadow aspect of us. It's the emotional side of us. And then in a sign like Cancer, which is all about our feelings. But why are we stuck? Why are we stuck in a rut? why are we bored why are we apathetic because we're looking for that outside of ourselves the three cups outside right whereas it's our own cup what's in my own cup that is going to um inform us to get us moving forward now with the four of cups where we're stuck emotionally stuck um we've got the ten of pentacles and 
this is long-term commitments that we've already had now it doesn't it doesn't mean like your career or your long-term relationship it can especially with the nine of swords coming up here with the tower it can be where you see yourself your retirement plans right that i'm going to be doing this job for the next 20 years or i'm looking for a long-term relationship whatever the nature of that is with the ten of pentacles and the four of cups this is kind of stuck on making a commitment so either one that we've already made or one we are looking to make in the future and i think it's more future oriented especially because it's leading to the ace of pentacles down there let's get clarified for this so when that ten of pentacles comes up you may have been considering what your legacy is. You may have been considering what you have to offer, right? Or what you would, and what do I mean by legacy? Who was it that, oh, it was uh, JK Rowling I heard, heard say this, but someone said to her about her legacy and she said, what the hell do I care about my legacy? I'm gonna be dead, right? I don't care about that. And I thought that's interesting in terms of the, the 10 of pentacles. But it's what have you inherited as well? Remember the Ten of Pentacles is also inheritance, what we inherit. That's our own past. That's from our own fears. That's from outside of us, the world that we inherit, the society that we inherit. Oh God, all right. So with that um, Four of Cups comes the Knight of Cups. And this is, this makes it much more intricate because now, it's we're not ignoring our feelings we're not just looking at the three cups in front of us like how am i supported how do i it, it can be permission from the world support from the world understanding from the world you know all that stuff that we've looked at for months now um yes it can be that but with the knight of cups here it's almost saying it's a comparison you might be looking at your own cup saying well i feel like this but then what's going on out there so it feels more of a comparison but ultimately you must be led by your own cup and you know this you're coming in with this this isn't news to you this isn't news to you let's see what that ten of pentacles says the high priestess all right so what this feels like um scorpio is and i'll tell you the visual that i get from it you your own inner higher self whatever right you've been handed this box and in that box is your destination or an envelope wherever you want to see it's an envelope you know where you need to be going you know that there's a you know a journey that you're embarking on an adventure to go on your whole process here with the tower maybe that's been you you had the bloody south node in your sign you know tearing down the towers tearing down the things that keep you confined that you are attached it could be attachments uh things that you thought that you'd never be able to let go of or change you've been doing that you kind of know your intuition telling you that it's written in there but you don't want to look at it yet or you haven't looked at it you haven't owned it maybe you know you even know what it says it, i get the sense of i don't feel ready to open that box yet or to open that envelope because as soon as i read what it is i'm gonna have to go on it and so there's a it's very intricate and it's very uh complex even process of ripping yourself out of situations facing your fears around the future how does that impact and, and not in a kind of um 
I keep using the word kind of abstract, but not in a kind of just an abstract idea of, yeah, I'm like this, like that, very specifically in my day to day. Why do I dress like that when I go to the grocery store? What fears does it reveal? Um, why do I only talk to people like that? Why do I cross the street when that neighbour comes out? You know, in our day to day, we're recognising these very powerful, how do I act? How do I stay in a safe place? How you, Some of you might have been challenging the shit out of the way that you do things, which more power to you if you've been doing that. But the reason I say that is because that high priestess and the ten of pentacles is this notion of in your gut, right? In your gut, you know, you know what is that what you're committed to. You actually know this. But it's just that haven't been, you know, you're choosing now you're choosing to be led by it, or you know it's time to to move towards it. Um, I don't I don't remember where I was reading this. I think it was in a maybe one of the books that I've been reading, I don't know, but maybe it was an article i don't remember but basically what it was is that we react from our head our heart and our gut right and there were three examples given of how we react so one is the the logical thing of you know well this is the situation then the heart is how we feel but the gut is a bit more deep and usually we it's a combination of all three and maybe we'll go with the gut then hopefully with that but there's a gut feeling here with that high priestess maybe you haven't talked about it or fully admitted to it or know that it's over because the ten of pentacles as much as it's it, it can be a conclusion of something that we were committed to that's deep especially when you look at the ace of swords as the central like what is the idea what is the plan what is the new truth what is my new way of speaking of communicating what is this and not just to do it as a one-off, but a long-term commitment to it. To be able to do this, to be able to express, you know, thoughts, beliefs, ideas, and how we communicate them. That's the Ace of Swords. The Ace of Pentacles, it's, it's the sun. I mean, it even looks at the sun in this deck, right? It's the potential for growth. What we, and what we're willing to do consistently. It's not a one-off, not when you get these two. And to be able to do it consistently, you've gone beyond the kind of, right, let me be in the moment, let me see how I feel here. Now it's about a wholesale rule change of what supports you. That this is the path that got me here, but then what is the path that gets me to whatever the legacy is or wherever I'm going? The emperor no it's not the empress sorry it's the three of wands that's interesting because you got the three here and you got the three here as well running down the middle threes are about the future or creating for the future three of pentacles it is a kind of compromise it but here's the th thing right true compromise doesn't actually cost you anything not really hear me out especially not with this energy which is more about our fears and how we show up and how we're led by our feelings and stuff the three of pentacles is mind, body and spirit working together. Each person traditionally in the three of pentacles, they have a different job. They have a different role. And so when we show up with the three of pentacles, we recognise that we are just fulfilling our role. But so is everyone else. And then in that sense, 
why would the architect say well that guy doesn't know anything about plans so we're not going to have him on the team why would you choose someone pick someone off the team you wouldn't you would work with them in a different way because you realize i'm bringing this to the table that person brings something to the table as well how do we work together we build it strong together it takes all kinds that is the loudest thing that capricorn says to cancer the capricorn card because think about the cancer energy right when we when we we're all about our feelings sometimes we just want to feel good that's the shadow of cancer it's like you know no i don't feel good so i'm going to keep myself safe i'm not going to do anything with this and capricorn says well we don't have that luxury right you've got the ace of pentacles two of pentacles three of pentacles Capricorn says it's going to take all kinds. We have to learn how to get over our shit to be able to make this work. That is why Christmas is a Capricorn event. You know, we talk about Halloween being a Scorpio one. Christmas is, because for most of us, Chris, if you celebrate Christmas, and I want to assume that you do, but it's traditional. It's the one time of year that you will hang out with family and that, you know, you may not get on the best with them, but everyone sucks it up, right, to get through Christmas because it might be grandma's last Christmas. It could be whatever. Because that's what Capricorn does. It's It understands that we must work together. It takes all kinds. And that we don't always have the luxury. So that's, the, I've gone in the future. But why that's important is the Three of Wands comes up here. And it's coming up with the Ace of Swords. So there's a bit of a cause and effect kind of answer to this when we've got the Ace of Swords um, with the Three of Wands. Three of Wands is, it's all about our expectations, you know, waiting for our ships to come in. But did we put, did we put in the order? Have we ticked all the boxes? Have we, you know, filled out the form? Have, what have we done? Because our, our expectations have to be based on the actions that we take. So the first action then that we take is have we come up with an idea have we spoken about this have we communicated this now this isn't just in work and career this is going to be in our relationships that nobody's a mind reader or and the, uh, the opposite of that is also true this was the first major lesson i think that i learned consciously i was aware that i've learned this is where i realized as a codependent i had a problems with codependency where i thought for other people really dangerous really dangerous in this field where there's tarot and the rest of it because how we spiritually bypass that notion is I, I can read energy i'm picking up on someone's energy you might be picking up on someone's energy but it doesn't give you the right to think for them and in the same sense it doesn't give anyone else the right to think for you so the ace of swords and the communication or having this plan or idea or recognizing that things have changed for you right that is the first kind of um bloody hell that is the first thing that first step that we take what's this now yeah two of swords this is all about beginnings and it's kind of mixed up though because the two is there then we go to the ace then we go to the three which i guess the two added add the ace does equal a three but here we've got the ace of swords clarified by the two of swords now this could think about how we trip ourselves up with this and remember this is central so we're focused on this it's like right i have new ideas i have a new way of thinking i have a new way of communicating which when we're trying anything new we are going to trip up it's not going to be perfect we're figuring out a new way of doing things we're discovering new rules and remember the rule take it from someone who has a website and who's worked with people you know i have a client-based business that 
my terms and conditions, they wrote themselves through interacting with people. I wouldn't come up, I didn't know um, that people needed to be told certain things. You know, that one person had an argument with me once about that. It was my responsibility to make sure they showed up for the appointment. It wasn't their responsibility. That once they'd booked, it's my responsibility to get them there. So there you go, terms and conditions. It's your responsibility, not mine to make sure that you show up on the date that you've booked. I didn't book you in on that date, you booked yourself in. So I would say that with the advice of the Hierophant is if you're waiting for a perfect, you know, rules and stuff, you're not gonna know them, right? You'll figure that that's, that's this. When you get to the underworld or when you, and that could be the underworld of this new thing that you're planning or committing to, uh, there will be loads of indecision. There will be conflict, you will not know um maybe what decisions to make what not to make but the three of wands says but you will make them right if if you keep an eye of uh, this is what i'm trying to achieve so this is the action that i take to achieve this i may or may not achieve it but i'm going to there's a whole new system here it feels of how you think up things and how you communicate them all right bloody hell we got two more um so we've got the four of cups i mean coming up again no wonder and what does it come up with it's come up with the eight of pentacles right so have a look at this now so if you've got the four of cups and the knight of cups which reminded you that hey you know um you can only be led out of this situation if you're stuck by your own feelings by your own dreams right by following how you feel and trying to express that the best that you can making decisions based on that showing up from that place that first it has to be said before we can have a reaction or whatever we're expecting to happen around this it's also a good thing to remember here think about this if you're expecting a fight you're going to show up aggressively there's always that understanding with the three of wands that sometimes we can reverse that that if we have an expectation it's the awareness that we are showing up in a certain way because of that and especially i'm going to say this in the way that you speak because it's the ace of swords or the way that you think you might have a process of if you believe that the worst thing always happens to you then you might have a you might only go in looking for problems first and foremost which isn't necessarily a problem i know plenty of people that do that there's studies on people that do that and then they're more prepared to go forward. But if you're really going into the darkness, you don't know what's there. This is, if the darkness represents something new to you, you don't know. So how you navigate that becomes much more important. So, so over here then, if we've got the Four of Cups coming up again, with the, this time with the Eight of Pentacles, it's asking you to, to look at, okay, you're led out of the stuckness by your feelings, but Four of Pentacles, Eight of Pentacles is, I'm also, feel stuck because i also have that feeling or i feel stuck because of what i'm choosing to focus on that's why i went off about you know if you're expecting it to be aggressive it will be or you know if you think everyone's always making mistakes then you're going to come in as the the critic or the one that needs to solve everything it depends it's going to be different for everyone but it's also it's not just about what you feel it's you will feel that because of what you folk choose to focus on so I hope this makes sense to you because I think it will to some of you. With the Ace of Swords and the Eight of Pentacles, which is the apprentice, you're trying something new. You're learning how to show up in a different way. There's a 
we talk about two pentacles that you were juggling this is juggling a lot but it's the awareness of what you are cultivating and practice makes perfect especially when you get that when you start getting so many pentacles even the eight of pentacles um let's see what he's doing in this one. Oh, he looks like he's i mean he's working away at something but the more you do it remember in the eight of pentacles the guy keeps making pentacle after pentacle after pentacle but he's always focused on the one that's in front of him he is trying to perfect the way that he does it he's not sat there looking at how many pentacles do i have or what can i get for these pentacles he's right i i want to focus on my craft and how i do this and and what your craft is here is the ace of swords is what is my truth i'm trying to hone this in on how to express it on how to think it on what i do with it the ace of swords is there to be used but if it's not used in a just way right in a way that is truthful or honest that like it can be used as a weapon sometimes then it cuts us as well as the other person Right, let's see what this Ace of Pentacles is saying. Six of Swords. The Chariot. Oh God, and two more flipped up. We have the ninth of slow and steady. But practice makes perfect. It's not even slow and steady wins the race. It's practice makes perfect. And this looks like the queen of swords here. This is around how you communicate. And how, the, how you tell your story as well. The queen of swords, it, she's, a, she's a master communicator. She's really good at telling her story. But where she differs from the King of Swords, the King of Swords is the advisor, right? So he's socially responsible. He can detach from his emotions to be able to, to give the advice, like to, to maybe say the things that other people don't want to hear, right? But with the Queen of Swords, she recognises how her own story has transformed her, her own experiences, no matter what she's expected, no matter what she's focused on, no matter what she's done, that things happen and things have happened to her. And she has been, I mean, even though it's Libra, and I do talk about the transition from Libra to Scorpio, where what is justice in Libra can become vengeance in Scorpio, right? So it's the recognition of that this is my story and this is who I've, um, who I've become through this. But she's very good at understanding, hearing other people's story. Like she invites that. She doesn't expect other people to get her story, especially not with this energy. And so she doesn't think she's going to, it's not about understanding other people's stories. It's communication. It's the exchange, right? She, the shadow side of the queen of swords is stereotyping. You know, one man did a wrong, so all men suck. One company, you know, um, cheated her out of her wage or did whatever, all companies suck never going to work for anyone so that's the shadow of her that she came up with the the knight of pentacles so this is i i just keep getting the sense of practice and you might be the most eloquent person ever 
I know a lot of eloquent Scorpios. You might be the most eloquent person ever, but it's changing and taking a new direction. And maybe you're using your eloquence for something new now. You know, maybe you're going to start writing or a, become a blogger or, you know, a new job that requires more communication or whatever from you. So this, I'm not trying to say that you're all just silent types, even though that, that is the Scorpio um, stereotype, right? Uh, the strong silent type. This could be using your voice for something else in a different way. But with the Six of Swords and the Chariot, this is very... I'm going to use the word progressive, but that word gets bloody butchered so much in society. It leads to progress. It's not going over the same terrain, Six of Swords. It's not having... You're not interested in conflict. Six of Swords people don't care. They're like, we're all in the same boat anyway. That you know, Either we all get there or no one gets there. So this person is not interested in fighting and the six of swords and in the chariot it's a balance right it's not enough just to feel that four of cups knight of cups um or to be aware of like i focus on this and i feel this there must be the head involved and and in a way you've got the head coming up with the queen of swords you've got the heart coming up with all of these cups that are coming up for you but you've got your gut feeling that instinct coming in as well and then so with that three of pentacles when you are able to pull all of these threads together within yourself why would you not see that out in the world that's that's the argument i keep making for everything especially as we go into scorpio season is if you're not bound by the past then why would you expect society to be bound by historical events right you've learned from your past we learn from our past but going forward we create something new the queen of swords knows that as well so this three of pentacles in the future could very much be um an aware of i mean this is your team actually working as a team within you the queen of cups comes up i love this uh, do you see that head and heart i really think the high priestess who came up here is the is the gut feeling it's that instinct it's that intuition right but as i always say that our instincts or our intuition they very much how we express them depends on our relationship with the world with people you know if you've always been prey so i always use a rabbit for that example then your instincts are to run and hide if you see yourself as a lion right and a lion has very different instincts from a rabbit so just saying that oh it's intuitive or it's instinctual or whatever it that doesn't tell me anything it depends on what instincts you have honed with the ace of swords here and the ace of pentacles this is new be gentle go easy on yourself scorpio but i hope you'll go forward like you're built for this in a way um it makes sense that the darkness would come up Lo love the darkness think about what's in the darkness fear you know anxiety all of that stuff that comes up from the darkness it means you're not safe it means you're in a new territory it means you're trying something new so that's your best friend as your best friend as you go forward Wow, this is not just about hiding your feelings as well, because we've got the five of, uh, sorry, we've got the Queen of Cups with the five of wands and the five of, think about the Queen of Cups, everything that she feels is a gift to her first. 
she loves without condition so what she you know unconditional is a whole theme with the queen of cups and oftentimes unconditional is treated in a, a manner that i think it doesn't deserve you know i've had people make arguments of why unconditional is not the way to go it, none of us are truly unconditional like we put conditions on things but it's the understanding that i'm when i decide like you you deserve this or you don't deserve this right if we're just changing the thing that is des deserving out outside of us we're not challenging ourselves this is about showing up in a different way expressing how you feel in a different way loving in a different way right if you are internally supported which that three of pentacles does the hierophant talks about what we have faith in then you do challenge yourself in a different way and the five of wands is challenging ourselves for the sake of the challenge to face the challenge is not an attachment to a result or, or what we will will get from it um is this temperance it's a beautiful card have a look at it it's number 14 it's temperance so do you see that we're taking what we have we're taking all of this and that's why i say this feels like loads of threads coming together for you and you're creating something new out of it. it's challenging it is challenging um i'm not gonna lie to you even as i sat here and i could probably talk for about another hour easily on this and go through even more nuanced stuff but it would be useless because i still wouldn't cover everyone's you know what you've been through you know what walls collapsed you know what you have been juggling what you've been facing in your day-to-day -day. you know what your fears of the future are you know where you felt emotionally stuck you know what that little nagging voice has been saying within you you know what you focus on or whether that's something new that you now choose to focus on or what you have always focused on right you know what those are you know what your own life story is you know what terrain you now very kind of gingerly one step at a time navigate not quite sure how to do it but you're bloody going for it you got the knight of pentacles there you got the chariot here there is movement forward this bird right you're going through that crack the crack there if you're thinking what the hell is she talking about you're moving forward there is a lot some of you i'm just going to say this and you know i know it's general but if it comes up if this was a personal reading i would ask you if you were considering moving you know or going on a road trip chariot right this can be seen as a car um knight of pentacles you it's new you're not sure you're not we don't go running around willy-nilly when we're unsure of things so it's okay to be unsure it's okay to be completely you know have no idea what the hell you're doing dealing with uncertainty but you're still going for it so this is a great act of self-love i think with that queen of cups so that's that loving part you think about if you had the queen of cups in the car with us like you know she's gonna say it's okay she's gonna nurture us she's not gonna berate us even if we get lost or do whatever or if we're taking too long she's loving she she is going to nurture us emotionally she's understanding she's compassionate and that's of ourselves and others but the five of ones it, it this is not doing it in whatever way you've always done it scorpio and temperance is much more temperate moderate this it's much more harmonious what is created from this we're very aware of that it's not reactive 
we are aware of what we are reacting to we are aware of what we want to express in the situation to give you another kind of um uh, trinity but we're also aware of what will be create or what our hope is three of wands right of what we are hoping to create out of this knowing that what we pour into it is part of the mix then let's see what the hierophant says the hermit remember what the hermit says that only we have the power to affect change in um whatever situation we're in now we have the king of swords uh, that comes up so do you see this kind of balance between our internal story and what we express and how we show up in the world now you are the king of cups right that's your that's your court card scorpio but you have the king of swords coming up the king of swords is aquarius aquarius is your fourth house no matter what you say you do have the ability to share what you are feeling to give words to it to understand it at a certain level the hermit reminds us always that we're the only ones that have the power to affect change we're the only ones that have the ability to say this we're the only ones that have you know to be able to share what we have faith in what our own rules are and that's that's true for everyone you know that's a bit of a no-brainer to say that but from think about the rest of this what you've been through what you're facing now the places that you're willing to go that all comes from you wow and then we have um the hanged mat so look at these major arcanas um that come up here we have the hierophant the hermit and the hanged man all h's as well um i will say that but they're all deeply spiritual energies right so the hierophant is the earthly embodiment of our spiritual beliefs is religion right but behind it there are spiritual beliefs now we're coming in don't forget her we came in with the high priestess here the high priestess is ethereal is the of the spirit it's our it's that stuff you know you have to go through the curtain and go back it's a secret it's the occult she's a teacher of the occult the hierophant is when we make it manifest on earth it's god's word manifest on earth in a book we can read it ten commandments right you know you've got this that's the hierophant so we can see already whatever was internal is now being made manifest with um let's keep the king of swords to the side there with the hermit here he goes off he goes off on a spirit walk he goes and meditates in a cave somewhere. is it his return his return to the world um this is an under deep understanding of that the role that he plays in everything that's what the hermit understands that's what he's gone and reflected on right that that first cycle that whether it's the and this card what was it that said it's like the fool right that whether it was um the magician whether it was the high priestess whatever that that up to up until number nine of the tarot it was always him his confidence to communicate his ability to act on and share what the you know what the intuition said to nurture and grow as the empress to show up in an empowered way and to take responsibility like the emperor to decide now this is who i am this is what i'm going to do 
or the hierophant to follow the rules. I was the one that conformed. I was the one that had faith in it. I was the one that loved in the lovers and how I communicated that love. I was the one that got into the chariot and used my will to take head and heart together the reins and to move forward. I was the one that had to have the courage to face my inner beast and then do that out in the world to overcome obstacles and you know the rest of it. It was always me. And so with the hermit now, it's saying, well, it, now it's me as well. Ma now it's me and my ability to do to discern. But your discernment has flipped. With the hanged man, there is an identity of yours that has been left. I'm, you know, I say this every season, whenever we have a, a it's our season, especially we're having a solo return, right? Or even you're rising, you become someone new. You have a first house transit, you become, you have the opportunity to become someone new and so with the hangman though you your perspective has changed especially around what it means to act what tower moments mean to you what fears of the future mean to you what your day-to-day -day looks like that's all changed and so with the king of swords now you have a certain mastery of how you convey these ideas whether that's to your boss whether that's to your friends and family whether that's in the work you know you, you want to start a new business you want to make videos you want to post on social media or just how you communicate with the world you have a knowledge with the the king of swords i mean both the high priestess and the king of swords would say i know this they have knowledge both of them do but she's the keeper of secrets. She keeps that knowledge secret. The King of Swords does not keep it secret. He is socially responsible. The card of Aquarius. You share what you know. Your knowledge is the world's knowledge. But it's important we remember with the Queen of Swords, what is that knowledge that you have? It's what you have been through, how you have navigated things, the, the roadmaps. You know, if you think about us as map makers, you know, Every bit of terrain that we've covered, we have charted a map from that. We've made a map. And we share those maps with other people if other people are going through that or so they can navigate those areas. But it's much more open, much more community, communicative energy. There's a lot around thoughts and how you communicate them. I'm going to be honest with you. That's the thread that runs through this. But there you go, Scorpio. You're going to have to let me know how you get on with these, especially around your rule changes and how you show up. I, I'd want to say this though, it's so much more n loving and nurturing. Now, that doesn't mean that you go around like hugging and kissing everyone. I'm not saying that. That unless it's your first house, unless you're able to hold yourself in that regard, two things happen. Like when you can hold yourself in that way, you stop needing the world to do that to you. And when you truly are compassionate and understanding of yourself, right, you're actually more patient with the world. I say patience because you've got the temperance card there. But there you go. I'm going to hand you over to me in the outro now. All right, lovely people. Before you head off, I did have an outro for you. If you're watching the video, if you're not listening to this as a podcast, you will see a quote up on the screen right now. It flashed up on the screen before the reading as well. If you were watching, you may have seen it. But what it says is we've tried everything possible and none of it has worked. Now we must try the impossible. Now, I don't think it's correct to say that none of it has worked, but I'm all there for the impossible part. 
And part of what I want to say to you for the outro is related to this quote or can be summed up by this quote. But before I do that, let me just take care of the housekeeping stuff that I didn't say in the intro. The last day that you can book a personal reading with me is the 9th of December. My calendar is open until the 19th of January. So I will be doing readings up until the 19th of January. But the last day that you can book with me is the 9th of December. Check out the description if you're interested in doing that. I also want to say a massive, huge the biggest thank you ever to everyone that has supported me on my journey this far i've been reflecting a lot on all the support that i've received whether that is that you've just been here where you've just been commenting for for years whether you're a new person and you've messaged me to say hey you know i've just found you and how the readings resonate with you or what you're doing with them all of it is support it doesn't matter how long you've been here and i appreciate you so much and especially to those of you that have you know i've gone on one hell of a journey especially challenging financial institutions challenging what value means and the value of content and why i create content and those of you that have donated during that time you have helped me so much with that and in more ways than i have words to convey you have helped me to become the person that i am today through your act of support through you picking up the slack while i explored other things so i said this to someone who i support on patreon um i said this to someone the other day because they were asking us what we wanted right as viewers of um his channel and i said to him two things i said number one the quote that is often attributed to henry ford if i'd asked my customers what they wanted they would have said faster horses and the other thing that i said is that i was supporting him so that he could grow as a creator so that he could bring his own creativity and grow in the ways that he needed to as a content creator and i and you know being on the other side of it i do appreciate so much those of you that have allowed me to do that so thank you so much and i hope you will continue to support me as we go forward now back to the quote to be able to try the impossible to be able to pull out the versions of ourselves that we've only ever dreamed of being right or of being healed in ways that we've only ever dreamed of healing or loving or being loved right it means we dig deep it means for us to grow those trees right going all Jungian for a moment for us to grow into those beautiful strong trees we must have our roots go much deeper and Scorpio season every single year brings that to the table encourages us to do that it's a season of transformation and change and I get it right we always want to look at the positive positive change positive transformation and yet we are remiss if we do not look at the relationship that we have with darkness I've already recorded one talk on this which I recorded before I started these readings and it's called a vengeance because one of the things that I've noticed is that I can talk in theory around light and dark I can talk in, and we've looked we've done the theory so much of the theory that we've done and I've talked about this so much because I think it always comes back to me for this I've said this over the years that we've done the theory we've done the wax on wax off now it's time to apply what we've learned and there's cycles within cycles within cycles we have been doing this up until this point but we're being called to do it with different parts of ourselves as the quote says to try the impossible it can seem like a lot and you are a lot right let's just be honest you are a lot i am a lot we are nuanced and we are complex beings but when faced with that kind of complexity 
we can end up at one of the extremes, right? Oversimplifying the complexity. So it's just reducing it down to good or bad, right? Right or wrong to doing it to that or the other end of the spectrum, which is, you know, just as unhelpful is to be lost in the nuance and complexity to say that this is situations too complex. I don't know what to do. There's nothing that I can choose. I can't do anything. Sometimes the best that we can do is to be okay with our own reasons for what we do. And for some of us, that seems impossible, right? To be impo- to just be okay with the fear, to be okay with the hope, to be okay with the uncertainty of what we are doing and how we are showing up and how we feel. And I say, if that is the most impossible thing that you face this season, then you are amazing. That is you know, a job well done. Anyway, I'm going to be here and I'm going to try to show up in as many ways as possible, sharing how I navigate my own impossibilities, right? And my own uncertainties. I'm going to share them with you. Like I said, I already have done one, which is called Vengeance. In fact, if I miss things out, always check the description. Sometimes I forget and you can remind me in the comments saying, Jay, you said you were going to post this. You didn't. Um, I'm very appreciative if you remind me, if I say I'm going to link something and I haven't. But more than all of that, when we do a deep dive, you know, it it can feel very solo. It is, right? We're going very internal, very much within us. I want you to know two things. You're not alone. Yes, whatever's going on inside of you, whatever you find within inside of you, whatever darkness you find there, whatever light you find there, right? We all have it. We're all working with the same tools. We may be expressing them in a different way, but we're all working with the same thing. And we are here for each other. Secondly, it is more important than ever for you to realise right now your own power. To realise that, especially with the North Node in Aries, like forget even Scorpio season, your empowerment, you have power. You will be told again and again. There's a scene actually from Buffy, I remember it, where the council's come and everyone's come and all this kind of stuff happens to her. And she says she has a realisation. She says everyone keeps telling her she's going to get squashed like a bug and she is this and she is that and that she needs everyone and she needs the council to give her advice and she needs you know whatever and if if anyone's wondering when this was it was when she's fighting glory season five i think it is and she's walking around in um joel in the magic shop and she says what i realized is you guys need me i have the power you need me that that's why you're here telling me that i'm nothing so you remember that when you're being told you are part of the problem, when you're being told that you are whatever you are, whatever, you know, you're being told that you are the problem for or that you need to be protected and to be looked after and for all of that stuff. You remember that you would not be being told that if the opposite were not true. I've seen ads coming up on YouTube. I've seen all this kind of stuff coming up. And one of the red flags for me at the moment is why are you trying so hard to convince me of something? If you can face those things, lovely people, this season, then you have already started on that journey to the impossible. Right, I'm going to wrap this up. This is a little bit longer than I intend. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you so much. I will speak to you guys next time, but that's all for now. Goodbye.